0: My name's Austin, and, uh, my good friends Cheo, Addison, and I, we're going to start a podcast. Uh, I'm actually
1: going by Jeffrey Dahmer
0: now. Oh, you're going by Jeffrey. Oh, okay, Jeffrey. I'm going by Jeffrey Dahmer. Everybody say hi to Jeffrey. Uh, Okay. Thank you. Uh, how long have you been an addict?
1: (laughs) Please. (laughs) Wait, was Jeffrey Dahmer the one that liked gay people, or was that the (laughs) other one? (laughs)
0: <laughs> Which one was I, the gay icon? I think, I think it was kids, if I'm not mistaken. I thought his thing was no, oh, gay kids? Is, that's Gacy. That's like Wayne Gacy. He was the clown.
1: There was Jeffrey so Dahmer okay.
0: ate people. I thought,
1: but I thought he ate gay people, so he was a gay icon.
0: Oh <laughs> wait, isn't that homophobia? Wait, no, no, that's homophilia. Wait, yeah,
1: exact. Oh, can we get into homophilia? The uh, the topic of the podcast wait, today is homophilia. You mean vile?
0: The for love. That, that can be... Well, okay, but we were gonna figure out what the name was in the beginning of this podcast. I think we have I it. I think we've settled on homophile. The topic of homophilia. Period. Yeah, that's the title. That's the name of the whole podcast. <laughs> the first thing we talk about. Like, it's not even ten seconds in when we're talking about Jeffrey fucking Dahmer. I think we um, um, should go poetry, into more depth about Jeffrey Dahmer. He is truly inspired Oh my God, that's that's great, um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I have I haven't seen. Uh, actually, let, let's just introduce ourselves. I, I kind of already introduced myself. I my name's Austin. I am a graduating or graduated senior in high school. That's a question mark. fat um, that
1: question mark.
0: Yeah, thank you, Corona. Uh, but uh, uh, Addison, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself.
2: Um. Okay, I'm Addison Yeah Lovely <laughs> all right. yeah. Uh, Same thing about Austin Graduating senior or whatever yeah. What's
1: your favorite color?
2: Oh, orange that's a ch- or- mm. Orange I would orange, not take you as a guy orange guy, guy I didn't say red Okay Okay, that's all you need to know <laughs> You can just show yourself out Okay, J-O, your turn Okay,
1: my name is Cheo. I am not Jeffrey Dahmer.
2: <laughs> I am...
1: I would say to describe myself in a perfect way would be... Um, what? What's um? What's the word for, like... Oh, tolerable. I'd say I'm pretty tolerable. Wouldn't you?
0: Okay. I don't Are know about that one. That one, <laughs> that one right. Um, uh. <laughs> okay, um but yeah uh i guess i what how the topic we were going to talk about today like we were just going to like start with that see where we go um was how we are all doing amidst the coronavirus because i mean we haven't talked to each other in like i don't think us three have been been in the same room since or same area i guess in two months three months
1: I th- I would say it's been a bit longer than that. Yeah,
2: for us three. Oh, us yeah, three individually. No. Us been three a real specifically. Long
1: time. It's been a very yeah. It's been since like August, man. Oh god. Yeah, it's been a minute. I think <laughs> like the last the time I game. spoke to the last time I spoke to Addison was at your birthday. No, nah, you've talked to me
2: since then.
1: Well, like talk to you, yeah. But
0: Not like, talk talk.
1: Well, yeah. I guess I saw you at lunch. When that one time fourth and third were combined, I ate lunch with you because I ate the hot sauce. So I sat with you and Ryan.
2: Yeah, I don't remember that, but cool. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your word on it.
1: Um, Thank you. Yeah. Just trust me on this one. Yeah, I'll take your word on it. Talking about Corona, just to get, just to, just like, to get on topic, cor- I'm currently thriving. This has been the best time of my life.
0: How so like where what are you like what are you even like doing now like i'm
1: so glad you asked (laughs) (laughs) well (coughs) since i work at food lion and i'm a minor usually like because i go to school they wouldn't schedule me to work a lot i'd only work like two days a week but now that i'm out of school technically i can work as much as i want make as much money as i want plus food lion is an essential business So our hours haven't been cut, no one's been laid off. It's a really good job to have. And the pay is ten dollars an hour, which is amazing.
0: Wait, did they okay, so did they boost your pay? We did get a raise.
1: We got a one dollar raise, which is a a lot.
0: A one dollar raise Oh my god. That's That's a lot for I mean that's a lot. That that that's a lot, but I would expect it. Like a lot of, I, I know a lot of local businesses that have been deemed essential have boosted like $3. Oh. Um, yeah. It, it's- well,
1: they were supposed, they were supposed to be like, I don't understand for- how the politics of things work much. Like how, I didn't watch a little cartoon in class about how a bill gets passed, but they were supposed <laughs> to be like, they was supposed to be like a bill or a proposal to get it raised for essential workers to be paid at least 13 To fifteen dollars an hour, which I think is honestly overkill, Um, but you know I'm not going to be complaining. I I I know it was proposed.
0: I yes, I think uh, Bernie was actually uh, Bernie Sanders was leading that effort uh, in the Senate, and then it got killed. It got killed immediately, Um,
1: as expected.
0: Yes, um, but I I wish they actually like paid people. Like I feel like fifteen dollars should be like a baseline. For emergency workers, like people like specifically working in the grocery store, maybe not people working at Krispy Kreme. Like, have y'all noticed that? Yeah. Like going through is that still open? Oh no! Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like Krispy. Why? Krispy Kreme. It's essential, man. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But no, you drive by it at like eight o'clock at night, and it's the line is in on the road. It is stupid. Like, how is the deal?
1: my mom, you're right. My mom just bought some Krispy Kreme the other day. Like the box is still downstairs. I don't get it.
2: Yeah, I'm not a big Krispy Kreme kind of guy. You know, I'm more of a Dunkin' kind of dude. I'm a Dunkin'
1: dude. Would you rather Dunkin' Dunkin' coffee or Starbucks coffee?
2: You know, neither. Wow. Yeah. So where do you, I agree with where that. do you get your coffee? Honestly, I get K cups, or like I actually have an espresso machine at this house, but um. So you like the hot? I don't like. I think they're both too light. Like they they taste watered down to me. Um, Are you not but the type of like guy that it says it also like drink sweet? it? But um, yeah, I, I like it to be dark though, like bitter.
0: Oh, oh goodness. I mm, I don't know about that. Like I don't drink. You coffee. lost me. I I I don't. I think it's all bad. I think it's a drug.
2: Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I agree. It's definitely a drug caffeine, man. I'm okay, well,
0: it. can we talk
1: about how drugs are not that bad?
2: Dude, uh, explain yourself. <laughs> if I could get an IV of coffee, dude, I'd do it. <laughs>
1: I'm right there with you. Dude. Wait, but Cheo, uh, explain what you mean. Okay, here's my thing. Lately, since this all goes back to quarantine. Lately, since we've been in quarantine, I've been cy- cycling between three shows religiously. It's all I watch
0: what three shows? life
1: pd okay. live pd hoarders buried alive <laughs> and either dr phil or my strange addictions now all these programs are really good but specifically with live pd i like watching the cops like bust criminals but the only time in the show where i'm just like i can't stand behind that is when like somebody has a little bit of weed in their pocket and they're like all right We're taking you in for a felony. We're going to ruin the rest of your life because you have a little bit of weed. It's a drug that doesn't do very much. It's not dangerous. You're not selling it. You just have it and you have a little bit and we're going to ruin the rest of your life. That's where I have to not support. Also, the war on drugs is a piece of shit.
0: I 100% agree. Um, I think. I'm surprised they portray it that much because there have been actually since hemp, uh, which is like a uh, non-intoxicating version of weed, which is like basically the same species. It's just a little bit different. Uh, Since that got legalized, uh, because it's used to make like ropes and things, uh, uh, police stations have been telling their uh, police officers not to specifically look for weed Uh, anymore because it's hard to tell the difference they're just so closely related it's so hard to tell the difference and it costs like thousands of dollars to test well i'm
1: just thinking like that being true i'm thinking like the the whole reason that weed has been criminalized is because of mexicans and hispanic people (laughs) because of mexicans Because of the damn Mexicans. (laughs) You were
0: about to say, like, build the wall.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this turns into, like, an ad for Trump. (laughs) Anyways. Um, Like, way back when, when, like, immigration was, like, a bunch of Mexicans and Hispanics were starting to come into the country, like, they smoked weed. And so they brought weed with them. And so they were, like, the American government was, like, okay, we hate Mexicans. How can we, like, you know... Just, like, fuck Mexicans over again. And they were just like, oh, criminalize this harmless drug that does, doesn't really do anything. And then they're like, it's the devil's lettuce. And ran all these <laughs> campaigns around it and, like, criminalized it. And not only weed, just like any drug, like, I don't really care if it's heroin or, like, cocaine. Like, I don't necessarily agree with the criminalization of addicts. Like, maybe drug dealers, I understand. Like, if you're giving people drugs, you need to stop. Yeah, and if you're doing drugs, you need to stop that as well. But to ruin the rest of your life for something you got addicted to and you can't really help, I just don't. I can't get behind that.
0: I I agree, and actually, like the history of why league uh, wheat sorry not league weed was criminalized. <laughs> <laughs> I wish league was criminalized, to be honest. Uh, but. <laughs> Uh, uh, we'd, uh, it, it was because uh, in the 1930s, uh, the tobacco companies, uh, when smoking was in its heyday, like like peak smoking. Uh, like and, smoking indoors? Yeah, like smoking indoors. There wasn't, people didn't know about the health effects. Like the big tobacco companies would, uh, I think they, they lobbied the government in order to pass that kind of legislation for the longest time and they made they funded movies uh, I forget the name but there's this like the first one of these anti-weed propaganda films where they portrayed it as like it would make you want to like rape people I think that was oh yeah um, and eventually it led to like the what 1970s come around the tobacco lobby is even bigger and uh, Nixon comes into power uh, and uh, he's trying to Uh, well, during that time the hippies were in their heyday as well and they were all using like psychedelics uh, weed was like a staple Um, I didn't
1: really uh, LSD? Ecstasy?
0: Yeah, I lost my train of thought on the tobacco companies, (laughs) but basically marijuana was competition with the tobacco companies and they were just like, okay, we must crush this competition because it's like smoking cigarettes but it has a better high or it has a different kind of high that a lot of people were really starting to get onto. so they lobby the federal government to create the prohibitive uh substances act and etc etc then we get to 1970 uh nixon's trying to cut off his political opponents a I- i.e the hippie movement the new left and uh he starts the war on drugs he puts uh Mostly young, uh, African-American, uh, Hispanic, and uh, poor white kids into jail just for having, like, an ounce of weed, which has no uh, known uh, major, psych- uh, major health effects.
1: Hmm. But tobacco does. So why is that still legal? Like, you can't advertise it, but, like, they can't have commercials, I guess, for cigarettes like people still buy them and it's still legal and I don't get that.
0: Same, same with alcohol. Alcohol's way worse. Um, uh.
1: As someone who has gotten drunk many times, <laughs> let me tell you, I have, I have, I have, I have smoked weed. I have drunk alcohol, gotten very drunk, gotten very high. The dangers of being very drunk are much more dangerous than being very high. When you're very high, the worst thing you're going to do is stay incredibly still and unmovable, and you're not going to do much. When you're drunk, you just want to fucking do whatever the fuck, like, <laughs> just do whatever the hell you want to roll around in the street. Like, like how, how, how is it legal to be able to do that? And then for them to even try to, like, put an age on it, like, okay, when you're 20, you can't get drunk. But when you're 21, you, could, you can get shit-faced and possibly drive a car and murder a family. That makes no sense.
0: I, yeah, I completely agree um, where's yeah. the rationale well uh, it's because I, I would say it's honestly for the reasons I, out, I laid out it's so hard now that we're in this system because weed like you said doesn't have very bad major health effects and that's why it is starting to be legalized in more progressive states around the nation but there's been I mean it's been like this for 80 uh, 90 years going on now uh this instilled societal thing uh phobia against people who smoke weed and that they're bad and all that so people are not really inclined to change it but alcohol those have been staples of society and honestly in my view they've been models for how drug legalization on a grand scale could take place because like you said um you can't advertise tobacco anymore you can't uh I mean, you can promote beer, which is weird to me, because when you smoke a cigarette, Mm -hmm. you're just giving yourself, like, free lung cancer. Exactly. I mean, but when you're, I mean, and then alcohol, you're almost, you're harming others at the same time. Yeah, the
1: possibility to harm others is much worse.
2: Yeah.
0: Exactly. Uh, And you're also, I mean, to be fair, giving yourself, like, liver cancer, you're overrunning your liver like i i mean alcoholism runs in my in some parts of my family um uh, well i guess my uh what is that uh in-law family and it's pretty bad like what the effects are
1: and it Mm. is a disease apparently but back on the the drugs thing i have a question for addison specifically because you are a musician (laughs) (laughs) you are a musician so does music because i like a lot of like like the the thing that comes up um most in my mind for like musicians that do drugs and write good songs is like nirvana like that's what comes up in my mind and so for you specifically does knowing like the history of like music and stuff like that and its relation to drugs have an effect on your stance on drug use and stuff like that
2: Um, I like to think that, personally, I'm all for legalization and all that, but, like, I'm not for, like, abuse of it, as with, like, anything, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't think knowing some of these artists, like, let's just say here, the Grateful Dead, because they're famous for it, um, Mm mm-hmm. It doesn't really affect it for me personally. I know for a lot of people it has, um, especially around here in our music scene. But, um, no, I don't think it has affected mine, my view of it.
1: Okay. so
0: I was yeah. just wondering. Yeah, I, I always think about that, like, people like the... I watched a documentary recently because I've had so much time on my hands about Jimi Hendrix and like the days before he died. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's weird that the documentary argued that it was a government conspiracy and I'm not, I don't know all the details, but it was very interesting to hear that perspective. Um, yeah.
1: I could see the government killing Jimi Hendrix.
0: I mean, he was the, he, cause they, he was part or he wasn't part of the Black Panthers, but he didn't denounce them. And uh, there are government files that have been released, I think, like 20 years ago now, uh, that say that the government kept tracks on him, like they tapped his phone, like they, they were keeping close eye because he was like the leader, uh, well, one of the main leaders of this new hippie movement that I touched on uh, a little while ago. I always think it's very interesting.
1: It cool. is very interesting. What's even more interesting... Like, to talk about the government, like, just fucking tapping people and getting into shit like that. Mm -hmm. The Black Panther Party is a very good example of the government just, like, using all of its resources to undermine and tap into and surveil a certain thing. It really, the whole story of the Black Panther Party, if you look into it, really shows how shady, like, the government is. Um, the Black Panther Party story and, like, Edward Snowden, those two stories really highlight how invasive the government is and how how in our private – how how there is no privacy and how privacy doesn't exist. Because the Black Panther Party was basically, at its core, fighting for equality, like, black rights or whatever, and – The whole government just, like, fucking... They tapped all their things, had spies going in there, trumped up... Like, it's just crazy. Can
0: can you, like, explain more about the Black Panthers? Because I have a feeling, like, if somebody was listening... Like, they've heard of them. Mm -hmm. And, like, they just don't know what they stood for. Like, I'll let you take that. Alright, so in short... Not to harp on
1: this too long. Because it isn't the most important thing to talk about at the moment.
0: Yeah, but no, it's really (laughs) interesting, though. We're on... It is...
1: The... It is. The Black Panther Party is a very interesting thing. Because... Anyways. What the Black Panther Party was, was it was a group of um, black people. It was ran by this one guy named Huey something and this other guy. And they, um, they advocated for equality. That was basically it. Equality. But the way they did it was different than like Martin Luther King and other people of the time. Because they exercised um... They were more aggressive, so they would, uh, they would have guns and they would, ha- they would be legal to have the guns, legal to carry the guns, but they would have the guns and walk through the street, which is, you know, um, divisive and inflammatory to a lot of people. But it's illegal and it's exercising their right, and they would do stuff like that. Um, what they were like famous and known for was like walking through the streets with guns and wearing the black berets and dressing up and stuff and like being aggressive and having these speeches where they would very Hitler esque in the passion and aggression. Interesting comparison, but okay. Like if you ever saw like if you ever see the little clips of like Hitler and he's like screaming and spitting everywhere, it's very that, <laughs> but the message is a lot
0: different. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but- <laughs> I, very
1: same passion different th- message but they
0: they preach what, a, they were like really like left wing and like pro-black liberation and liberation yes. of all workers that was their main thing
1: and they were very they were just for the time and i think even now they were very extreme and so that's why they people really looked at them for negative or for positive people really they had an effect on people but what people didn't really look at more is that the Black Panther Party also had several different um, programs to feed like poor black kids or just poor kids in general. They had like a soup kitchen basically set up to feed kids and they had some like schools and things for kids that kind of go to schools like that to educate them and stuff. They had a lot of really good programs that helped a lot of people. And so when the government was trying to shut them down and dismantle them, which they ultimately did. Um, the FBI well, it when they dismantled them it took away a lot of resources that were being fed into like the poor black neighborhoods and like kind of reset them and put them back so that's why it's just an interesting story
0: well um, actually that, that you brought up a really interesting topic I I actually got to meet uh, dr. Larry little uh, not that long ago while I was working on the Bernie campaign um, he uh, was the leader of the um, the Black Panther Party of Winston-Salem, which, fun fact, was the only okay. nationally recognized chapter of the uh, Black Panther Party in the United States. The Winston-Salem, our town, their Black Panther Party was the only nationally uh, recognized one. And he talked about how the government in, uh, worked in tandem with the media to try to frame them as, like, terrorists and things mm-hmm. like that in in order to like um get people to get on their side to like shut them down because they were helping poor black neighborhoods uh substantially like they like they had and the black panther party is a national organization this is like in every major city in the united states they had uh soup kitchens they had uh literacy programs they had um Mm. scholarship opportunities uh they worked really heavily with HBCUs. Um, they did a yeah. lot of humanitarian efforts. And I think that uh, when we think about that past, I, I wish that history was told more in our schools, to be totally honest with you.
1: Yeah, because a good example of like
0: the framing
1: of things, how like people aren't told about what the Black Panther Party really stood for and really did, was in 2016... For the Super Bowl, for the fiftieth Super, everyone calm down. (laughs) In twenty sixteen, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) take take a moment. In twenty sixteen, for the fiftieth Super Bowl halftime show, it was Beyonce, Bruno Mars, and Coldplay. Which the most um, controversial thing about the Super Bowl was what Beyonce was wearing. What Beyonce wore was an homage to the Black Panther Party. Now, the reason why it was controversial is because people's idea of what the Black Panther Party was, because of the way it was framed and taught throughout history, was that they're terrorists and that they hated cops and hated white people. And so when she wore that homage to the Black Panther Party, people started hating on Beyonce, calling her a a cop hater, and she hated white people and that she was racist. And it started this whole resurgence of just misinformation about the black panther party and what they stood for which is like a that specific event of her paying homage to them and then being hated on because of people being misinformed is just a good example of a thing that happens a lot in america with people being so passionately wrong about something (laughs) which is so interesting to watch like these fucking people
0: protesting (laughs) social distancing what the fuck is that yeah i'm glad you brought it back to that because i was just actually about like we've said education but i actually want to talk about this first uh i would i would love to like um like either of y'all could give me your thoughts on these like i hold on let me get on my phone real quick i'm gonna look i saw this uh one uh tweet and i thought it was very interesting it was a picture of a sign out in new york city for their anti-social distancing thing And I kid you not, it's, I don't know if it's, like, absolutely real or it's just ironic, but if this is a real sign, this is very concerning. And it's almost, like, true. It seems like a parody, but it says, In the lockdown rally, no masks needed. Bring your children, non-essential workers. If you're sick, still come. It's your right. Sunday, April 19th, conference house lawn, 11 a.m. Keep America great. Hashtag MAGA. Hashtag In the Shutdown NYC. Now, so
1: is it like a party or like a... <laughs> what, what, what are they throwing?
0: I Yeah, um, they're basically in mass going out. Like, I don't know if you've seen... Have you seen these... Uh, y'all seen these clips of, like, the cars honking and all these people on the side of the road uh, with their signs and their Trump flags like, yeah. uh, open up the country? Uh, it's basically that. Um, hmm. I I don't know. What are, what are y'all thoughts on the whole social distancing thing and, sp- and like with that kind of element, element to it? Either of y'all could go.
1: Addison, you go ahead. I'm going to compile a thought.
2: Um, you know, I think people should be allowed to protest it. Do I agree with them? No, not at all. I think we should all be at our homes and going out as minimal as possible to keep the curve as flat as possible. But I think they should be able to protest it. I think it's dumb and I don't agree with their opinion at all, but uh, they should be allowed to.
0: But even when it's going to spread the virus even more? This is why we need martial law. This is why we need (laughs)
1: communism and we need dictatorships at times like these where people just want to be Fucking stupid. Like the founding fathers, or whatever, oh, the, boy. Hell, whatever the hell you want to fucking refer to them as, people that built this damn country. Well, okay, that's a loose term, but anyways, set up the laws so they like had this whole plan to be like, alright, we're gonna be we didn't like being ruled by the British, so we're gonna set up this country to be a free nation where people can have more freedoms. But then on the DL they're gonna say all this other stuff like like they, they would say that we're gonna have more freedoms and we get to decide who does what, but then also have an electoral college. There's all these caveats to things where it's like, you have these freedoms, but then you also don't. You can do whatever you want. You can own your own land, but also we can have eminent domain and take it. And there's also martial law. There are times like these, where if you want people to do what you want them to do, you can do it. So if the administration, if the Trump administration wanted people to stay inside and wanted people to be quarantined, then they would fucking do it. They Absolutely, are within their right to tell people to do it. Democrats are on the side to have people stay at home and be quarantined. It's fucking, oh God, it's just. It I hate how so it's like
0: that. Like, it, I thought, me personally, as like somebody who does politics, like every day, that's like my thing. Like, I thought this would be the one issue, or I thought I it had come the, together on. Yeah, that of all things, it's either we have another September 11th or a pandemic happens. Where the two parties for the most part are like or not the two parties I I hate referring to the two party system because it's really one party but I'll get to I can get to that later Um, that's a thought uh, yeah but um, that they would just agree to like keep people at home so less people die um, I I don't know how else to put that uh but worse it's,
1: there's nowhere else to put it because it is a simple it is a simple straightforward thing it is such an easy it's such an easy thing to do yeah and it's not even one of these cases where it's like such a new thing that we've never been be- never been through before no one's ever had to deal with it we no no examples to look toward all these bitches in Europe have been able to quarantine their bitches <laughs> and keep those hoes inside and we can't yeah. do that because we're uh, america uh. like it's yeah. so fucking I,
0: stupid i don't get that like people like i see like some people like i've had conversations with people recently who are just like the government can't do this they can't force me to stay inside and yes, i'm they like fucking can yeah hell yeah they can they could bring in the national guard and be like stay the fuck home but they don't. I hate this
1: idea of American freedom. I hate I hate the idea of, a, of freedom of speech. It's not a real thing. I, I hate this idea of American freedom. It is so fake and so stupid and so made up and it only exists when it's convenient and if you think that the government can't do something, they can. They can do that and so much more. It's the fucking government. Yeah. I hate this idea and it's always fucking like rich Privileged people that are like the government get they can do whatever the fuck they want. The government can come in your house, take all this shit, repossess it. They own your shit. It's the fucking government. Who do you think gave this shit to you? Ah, it's so stupid.
0: Yeah, it makes me so hot. All right, yeah, I can tell. Dang. Um, no. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. No, uh, to, to bring it back in more <laughs> calmer terms. <laughs> uh, no, I agree with everything you just said. I mean, you're completely right. Uh, it's just people. Like they, they, I mean, and it sounds like we're doing it right now, but I can explain that, uh, they, they want freedom in certain areas, but in other areas, they don't want freedom. It's weird Mm -hmm. because I think you should have freedom across the board in order to like do basic things and live your life the way you want it. But people, uh, get scared when the government's like, Hey, you know, you kind of need your natural right to life. You know, you need your life in order to have these freedoms, mm. and they don't really see through that. They're like, "It's my right to die," and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "I'm like, go for it." But it, as long as it, but it infringes on the rights of others to their own life, and they don't really see that. Like Ooh. people who are like, "Freedom, freedom, freedom! I want to, I want to go outside. I want to go back to work." What they really should be protesting is that the government isn't doing shit for them. Um, like the, gov- like the Trump administration, the Senate specifically, like the House of Representatives passed like I think it was like $2,000 a month uh, for the duration of the crisis, expanded unemployment benefits. But then that bill got to the Senate and it got absolutely purged. And now Americans are only being given $1,200 one time uh, to support them in the crisis. And it's just so bad. I, it's not it's
1: interesting the choice that American, it is interesting to me since 2016 in the election, it has been very interesting to see the links that white racist people will go to to support someone they just like. Because in a situation like this, where the government and the administration are the people that should be supporting you and helping you, but aren't, you choose to blame like the people that are following the rules for your problems? That's just an interesting, like, thing, like... Like, the people that are protesting, they're like... I'm gonna explain. Okay. Like, you're protesting quarantine, and you're saying, I should be able to go back to work. And you're, like, protesting... but But then you have a MAGA hat on, and a Make America Great Again, and, like, a Trump 2020, and it's like, do you not understand that the people that are in charge of all this stuff would be Trump and his administration and the government... And so why are you mad at the people that are... Like, don't get mad at your boss or the, your jobs or the people that are actually in quarantine. It seems very confused. It seems like a confusing message to say make America great again and Trump 2020, but then not be mad at Trump for the things he hasn't done for you in this coronavirus pandemic, like taking preventative measures before it got this bad to prevent it from getting this bad. How can you... Be mad at Corona and not mad at the people that were in charge and whose responsibility it was to protect you from it. Seems confusing to me, if that makes any sense.
2: No, I get what you're saying. I get that. I can follow that.
1: Thank you. Seems like an interesting just thought process to have. I don't really get it.
0: Um, Well, I I was going to give, I guess, a little bit more of that. I, I think... People are very, like, people who support Trump, they're like, he isn't the government, even though he's the head of the government, (laughs) like, and the Republicans. They're like, they don't exist. But the Democrats, oh my god, they exist, and they're awful, and they gave us this, even though they have no power at all whatsoever, and they don't do anything. Uh, They, well, they, their leadership is so ineffective that they can't get anything that would actually help the people onto these legislation. Uh,
1: that is true, but I really like Nancy Pelosi,
0: and I don't know why.
2: Why? Can talk about it? <laughs> I
0: don't know. I just I was really not like.
2: Not expecting that.
0: Yeah, I was. I was, really, I was like... really not getting that.
1: <laughs> I really like Nancy Pelosi.
0: Why? Because like... she's like, I have ice cream. <laughs>
1: like... <laughs> I don't know what it is. There's like certain. Like what? What? Who was the guy that was in the twenty sixteen election? He was fat. He was the something of New Jersey. Chris
0: Christie, my boy. Chris Christie,
1: I fucking
0: love Chris Christie.
1: <laughs>
2: He's so funny.
0: Um, He's so wait, did he? Nice. Do you know he actually called? Um, somebody called into him. He had a radio show actually, as the governor, I think. And somebody called, or no, he was on a radio show and he was like a ask your governor anything or whatever and uh some guy asked him why um i can't remember why he closed the bridges and he got really mad at him uh, because you know that like chris christie famously closed all the bridges in new jersey and was found Mm -hmm. on the beach and like he closed all the (laughs) beaches like uh for some i can't remember exactly why but he closed down every like public place in the city and uh the state and then he was found on the beaches himself with his family Uh, i love that and somebody somebody called in kind of getting mad at him about that and it wasn't very toxic it was just like it was really substantive and it was like why did you do this uh we could have supported ourselves etc and then he he called him a communist (laughs) 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 as he fucking should that's like politics (laughs) in a nutshell nowadays (laughs) like he no i think he was straight up just like Okay, Kami, hold down. <laughs> hold on. It's like it's like okay, Boomer, but a lot more actually funny. Um, <laughs> a lot more
2: actually funny. That's great,
0: man. Uh, but Addison, what what do you do? You have any thoughts on all this uh, going back to that?
2: Uh, on Chris? Not Chris. Yes. My, <laughs> um, Chris no like, comment.
0: Going back to like um, the whole. Protesting thing, because I, I was like, even if it endangers public safety and then something happened, I don't remember.
2: Um, you know, it's just a really tricky territory there, because on one hand, you're like, yes, they should be able to, you know, mm-hmm. perfect world, freedom of speech and all that. But they are also not considering the families they go home to and the people, you know, right. The other people they put at risk. So it's like, I want to say yes, they should be able to. But also I understand that risk. But hopefully they understand that risk. I don't know. It's really tricky. Yeah. Two
0: things
1: on this. This, uh, this whole corona thing. Quote, quote, tolerable. Is, Sorry. <laughs> is so comparable to like global warming. in the fact that like Global warming is a big issue that will have devastating effects if you don't do something drastic now. The same thing with corona. You can't have, like, these middle ground solutions where you're compromising. It's either we fix the problem or we don't, or we kind of fix it a little bit and it slows down a bit, but still is still happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like... I have the same feelings on this as I did when, like, the green... Not the greening deal. But, like, the whole... When um, global warming and that girl from Australia or whatever, when that stuff was happening. Like, I was like, we need to do stuff right now. This is not something that we can compromise with. This is not the type of thing where... We're going to come to a middle ground. There are things that we have to do to fix the problem. And if we don't do them, the problem will not be fixed. That is the same issue here. And so there is no compromise. And so in my view, these people need to be sent the fuck home. Like, it's like when you're learning about the amendments. And they talk about that one amendment where it's like, you have freedom of speech. But you can't at wartime tell people, you can't tell people not to join the draft or something like that. Right. So like like just add a fucking caveat like yeah you have a freedom to protest but you can't endanger the lives of other people so go the hell home
0: yeah that's actually like the rule like that if that's it, fair yeah, yeah i i think that's totally agreeable because you're because uh people don't really recognize that your rights end where they infringe on others and you're literally taking and all rights all civil rights free speech free religion all that stuff stems from what are called and what the the founders framers whatever the fuck called your natural rights and those are like your right to your life uh to your liberty your freedom as a human being and your property like your possessions and things it's it's this philosophical Mm -hmm. idea and it's kind of like how we define humans and what makes humans different from animals it goes back to that but i don't know i don't think people really go back to that um, but that was actually a really good point about global warming. That is, like, I thought I never really thought about it that way. But I've already, and I'm I'm glad because I've talked to people and people who I thought were more to the like, people who I knew were like hated Trump, or whatever they were. But they were mm-hmm. like, pro Hillary Clinton, like the establishmenty, kind of like not as informed, but like Nancy Pelosi's cool and whatever. Um, that crowd you know what you know who i'm talking about (laughs) yes i do um they have been starting to see that wait okay um people need to uh stay the fuck home climate change is real we can't compromise on it like this corona thing and how it's getting out of hand how the trump administration's handling it is starting to get to people and to show them that like for example and this is the best example in my view. You know how, like, our unemployment rate is expected to be... I think in July it's supposed to be, like, 30% or something along those lines.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Something that many people don't really think about when they see that number is the United States doesn't have a government health care system or have, well, much of one. Um, and, all the, and health insurance, uh, probably the most important thing you buy... Uh, outside of, of course, rent, food, etc. That is run through employ, employ, uh, being employed. Mm-hmm. And all those people just lost their health insurance. All those people aren't going to want right. to go to the doctor when they're sick. All those people are going to be running around fairly soon. Like, I think in Georgia, um, most of their restaurants and things are opening up. And this was news two days ago. Uh, on Friday Um, well this coming Friday I think this will be released on like Saturday or something but uh, and it's such a big danger because people aren't going to want to go get tested because tests are going to be stupid expensive Uh, and that kind of thing it's kind of opening people's eyes I think
1: do y'all think in general like there is an American um, that is a good point Austin but just as an overall question, there is an American ideal, like, no matter how pessimistic you are, just the, by way of growing up in America, you kind of just have the idea that everything is going to be okay. Do y'all think, like, looking at the facts and the way things are going, that the corona, this whole coronavirus thing will get better
2: soon? Yes. Why? I don't know. I'm an optimist. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's just how I am. But no, yes. I, I, I <laughs> not no. I, I really do think it's gonna get better soon.
0: Like, when, like what? What makes you it think it's better? Keeps me
2: going, as in like, I really hope that we are going to by June be able to go in small groups again in low risk states. Now, will that actually be practical? Probably not. Um, but I really want to, and I like to be optimistic about it because it gives me hope. Oh, Yeah.
0: That's really sweet. Now let me crush Pretty your sweet. dreams.
2: All right. <laughs> no, I'm not going to crush your dreams. I, I,
0: I, wish, I wish I were that optimistic. It's just like when I go on my Instagram... And I'm scrolling through, uh, and I see like these people. Uh, <laughs> I I don't want to call out people in particular. Uh, okay, uh, sure. I'll bleep it out. Uh, yeah. All right. Good. 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 Um, they are like hanging out with their friends. They're like hugging their boyfriends. They're kissing their boyfriend, etc. That like kills my hope. Because, like, I'm like Addison. I'm actually a very hopeful person. Uh, I, like, believe in ideals, and I am very idealistic in that way. But whenever I see that, and it's every day now, uh, it, it's just, it, it crushes me.
1: Let me tell y'all something. This, I think the corona thing, and then I'm going to say something to Austin's point. I think the corona thing will get better. And when, Austin, you ask, what does better mean? Here's what I mean. Here's what I mean. Better means normal. And to me, since the coronavirus isn't much worse... From from what I've heard and what I've seen and what I've read, it ranges from being basically harmless to as bad as the flu and anywhere in between. Um. So I think... I think what'll happen is that people will just get so tired of being in quarantine that they will just start going out and more people will go out and more people will go out and more people will go out, more people will get Corona, more people will die, more people will have it be immune or have it get treated and um, get over it, that at some point a herd immunity will start to be developed. And then... Either it'll happen faster, and people will just stop caring about like getting sick, or there'll be a herd immunity, and it'll just kind of like fizzle out. But here's the thing: I work at a grocery store, so I come in contact with thousands of people on a regular basis. Don't boost your ego I touch ego that alone. much. <laughs> hey, hey, it's a very busy store. Walmart closes at eight thirty. Oh, that's there's a true. lot of people. Exactly. I come in contact with a lot of people. I touch a lot of people. I touch a lot of things. People that come into the store touch a lot of things, touch a lot of people, come into contact with a lot of stuff. I mean, like, clean the carts or whatever, but, like, you know what I mean? hmm And a guy at my work got corona. So,
0: Wait, obviously...
1: Really? Yeah, he got corona, and then he was out for, like, two weeks. He came back. He's fine. Okay. <clears throat> His name is Kevin. Shout-out Kevin. Love you, Kev. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, in my view, if you're... This may be irrational, and this might not make scientific sense, but this is how I feel. I have probably... I probably already have had corona, and then it didn't really do much, and then I just got over it. Because, like, the odds of all the people I come in contact with, I had to have gotten it, have to come in contact with someone who already has it. I talk to Kevin all the time. (laughs) So, like, I just think, in my mind... Things might not necessarily get better, but people are just going to be so tired of not going out that there's, they're just going to be like, you know what? If I get Corona, I get it. I'm going to go see my friend. It can't be that bad. And people are just going to stop caring.
2: I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Kind of okay. I can this. actually elaborate on this. Okay. So I do think we will go back to some form of normality soon. But it's going to be a completely kind of different normality, kind of like nine eleven was. You know how, like, everybody was, like, on edge for a while? It's going to be a lot like that. I think a lot more people are going to start wearing masks in publics, and that's just going to be the norm yeah. for a while. And everybody's going to still be paranoid about it. But I do think we're slowly going to start, like, going back to a different kind of normality by June. That is my theory. Don't quote me on that. But right now— We will now, quote you on that. Okay, I mean, great. it— Oh oops. But that that because we although we still haven't peaked, our mm-hmm. numbers in North Carolina aren't nearly as high as the, as high as other states yet. Interesting. And I, that's why I think like we're gonna start integrating like small groups and ease into it. What do you think about And like, like people are gonna be sick of it by then?
0: What do you think what do you guys think about like something that affects us like as high schoolers, I guess to get back to that. Uh, is, like, graduation and um, seeing our friends again, you know? Um, since w- this is our last year, we see most of the people we've known for our entire lives. Um, what What do you
2: think about reintegration in that sense? Like- I don't think we're going to have graduation unless if it's, like, way out. We've been sent an email where
1: the who whoever's The whoever of whoever was like Graduation has not been cancelled We're still gonna have it It's just gonna be pushed back We don't know when But we're still gonna have it Oh But I'm just like If graduation's gonna happen in like I don't know August of next year I'm not interested in showing up That's a That's like a class reunion Yeah So we might as well just get a lovely email And move on Really? Like why is that? If If it's unsafe to have a graduation I don't want to go And if it is safe But it's gonna happen so far in the future That we might as well call it something else I'm also not interested You know what I mean Like if it's gonna happen so far in the future Like you gotta think about scheduling It has to happen like somewhere It either has to happen in the summer Now Or if it doesn't happen in the summer They gotta wait till next summer Because then people will be in college And be doing other stuff Yeah what's Mm -hmm. the point yeah, what's the point? So, there, there's just no point. If it's not safe, not interested, and people shouldn't go. If they start having it and it's not safe, I will protest against people going.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I actually haven't really yeah. thought about it that in depth before. Um, I was just thinking per, like that, uh, like you said, people are going to uh, probably be protesting it. Because it's such, like, it's a stadium gathering, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everybody's going to be really next to each other and,
2: um, everybody's um, grandparents will be there. Exactly. Oh yeah.
0: The old people. (laughs) All the old people. Um, what? So, um, I, huh. I like that really like got me. I I don't, I don't even know how else I can elaborate. Here's
1: the other thing. Here's the other thing. I was talking to Sarah Webb about this. When we got that, she's a lovely woman. Um, when we got that whole little, I got a remind text. I don't know what y'all got, but I got a remind text that was like, fourth quarter doesn't exist. You have time to make up for third quarter. We're ending the school year effective immediately, pretty much. Mm -hmm. So I got that. And then I was just like, hold on. So I've been stressing about this fourth quarter work, which was really shitty for a lot of people. And now you're telling me that none of it matters and it doesn't count. but you still have to take AP exams but we're taking them at home but we get less time to complete them here's the thing me and Sarah Webb were just like this is a lot of added stress for a lot of people why can't they just put like on our transcripts like graduated during COVID-19, didn't do this because mama, it was impossible (laughs) like trying to trying to make it work seems just like pointless at this point because like AP testing is going to be is going to be done on a computer, where it's going to be very easy to cheat, and online school was very hard, and very stupid for a lot of people. So why can't like I just feel like if they can get rid of the fourth quarter, can they not just like pass all of us? Like if you have above this, like you pass. It seemed very pointless.
0: I think that they already did that. Um, they said if you had a passing grade before March, whatever, you've passed, right? I, I'm fairly sure that's how it goes for us at least, but I agree, and I think that's a good metaphor for online schooling in general. Like, what's the point? Um, I don't see one, uh... It's just, like, I've, I got an assignment today that I was supposed to do in about two hours uh, that, uh, <laughs> uh, by midnight tonight. Uh, annotating like a fourth something. quarter assignment? Yeah, no, yeah, like an assignment for my AP Lit class because my AP Lit teacher is Satan. Um, uh, she made us, like, annotate, like, three pages or something. I don't know. I didn't really look at it. Um, but I'm not going to do it because what's the point? I've already graduated effectively i'm not going back to school like what's the point like it's just dressing me out seeing these assignments and getting these remind texts like just 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 shush like let me live my life
1: my thought exactly like mm-hmm. just pass us all be like you all graduated this has been a shitty experience for us all good luck and goodbye
0: yeah, I don't like all the, like, did you see where um, they announced, uh, when Sanford-South County Schools announced that stadiums would, like, light uh, turn their lights on for <laughs> 20 minutes? Yes. I, yes, I kid I you that. not. I kid you not. Like, they turned on their lights for 20 minutes to honor us.
2: I don't like need that shit.
0: I don't need that shit. I, we didn't. It's it's sweet but it the thing That's was That's why
1: I like having you here Addison. Please defend this. Yeah. Because you have a different opinion.
0: Yeah. Wait, wait, did you ha- hack your mom's Facebook? Hold on. <laughs> Farmville. I I get th-
1: I think that is very sweet, and uh, that makes sense. I talked to Chloe...
0: I okay, okay, well, thank you for joining <laughs> okay, our side. Thank
1: you, never mind. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> I talked to Chloe Patterson today. For the little interview thing, for she's grand, but she, I asked her about how like quarantine has affected her has affected her mental health, and she was basically she basically had just said like for the first couple days it was really hard and it was really like whatever, but then like the more it went on, she just kind of became like this emotionless husk of a woman and doesn't feel anything and is senseless, and like just doesn't know who she is anymore and kind of just like doesn't react to things, and I feel like. A lot of us have gotten... Maybe y'all two don't relate. I know, Addison, you cannot relate to being an emotionless husk of a person. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But I think a lot of people have gotten to that point where they're just so used to the routine of, like, nothing happening, nothing new being on the news, just getting into a routine of just a lot of nothingness that I don't know if this will entirely make sense because it's just a feeling. But when I saw that they were going to be, like, We're going to turn on the lights in honor of graduation. In my mind, it was like, you stole my, well, not you stole my prom, but like, you took prom away from me. You took graduation away from me. You took my senior year experience away from me. I can't see my friends. Not the school system took it away from me, but just like, it's been taken away from me. This whole high school experience, like you face all the shitty shit shit of high school. Then you get to the moment where it's supposed to be fun and then you can't do any of it. So, like, you become this emotionless person. It's kind of just like, it can feel like a slap in the face for someone to be like, We're going to turn the lights on for you guys. Like, just let me forget about the fact that I can't graduate. I,
0: I, Do you know, <laughs> exactly. I, I, that's how I interpreted it. That was worded way better than I could ever word it. Um, it, okay. it as long as someone understands. Yeah. I, I kind of like, how has y'all's mental health been? Uh, that's actually a good question. because like, like you said, you're doing this like NPR contest where you have to where you're asking people questions and things. Um, I am. How Cheo? How has your mental health been during all this? Like, um, well, like
1: I said at the beginning, I'm thriving. Like, I'm working a lot more, and I'm a, I haven't experienced the type of isolation that other people have experienced purely because I have a job that is an essential job or has, has, been a deemed, has been deemed essential. So I talk to a lot of people every day. I hang around a lot of people every day. I just do, I do a lot. So for me, I've replaced, and since I'm working more, I've kind of replaced the school experience with my work experience where I can interact with people like customers, managers, coworkers, stuff like that. And I, you know, so I haven't experienced the type of isolation. So that type of isolation hasn't affected my mental health just because I haven't experienced it. The only thing that, like, could have, that has affected my mental health a little bit has been, like, I haven't been able to see people that I actually really care about. But it's not that hard because I can see a bunch of people that I don't care about, so it makes up for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Addison, what about you? Um... Oh! Oh! Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wait. Do you have to like go go? Oh.
2: Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh! oh <laughs> you okay. should have said something. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Bye, Addison. Bye,
1: bye. Oh. Well, that was lovely.
0: Yeah, that was that was great. Um, and do you want to keep going? We can. Yeah, I'm. I'm vibing. I don't want to just end the conversation there, you know. Because yeah, we have to have a natural ending. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I I think your experience is very interesting because like I feel like also I haven't necessarily had the most isolated of, um, things, uh, because... Well, who are you talking to?
1: Uh, you? Well, no, like, who are you seeing... Are you seeing anyone face-to-face that you can have, a f- like, physical contact with, like, talk to them?
0: Um, well, I, that's a good point. Uh, I haven't really. Uh, I mean, I've, like... I've, like, social distance with, like, my girlfriend or whatever. We did that once or twice. Um, but, uh, that, I've been going, like, out of the house. Like, I don't, that's what I'm saying. Like, people Mm. have been staying inside, like, locked themselves in their own homes. Uh, but I haven't really done that because I've been doing a little bit of work here and here, here and there. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, going out... Like, I'm the, like, I guess not... The person who brings thing who goes and drives around and does things, and, um, like, goes, get, and goes and gets food, goes to the grocery store, et cetera, et cetera. Um, because my mom is also technically an essential, an essential worker since she works at hospice. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, and my dad... I just I don't know. Uh we usually go out together. We're around each other a lot. Um that's about it. But I go driving like every day. Like that's like my biggest thing. Like I've I used to hate driving more than anything, but during the crisis, like I've learned to enjoy it so much. Like well, you
1: are fortunate to be in a position where you can drive, but, like, think about the people that are, I don't know, like, sophomores. I know, I know that's a hard task to think about them.
0: But think, <laughs> they're not think people. Soph- <laughs> they
1: aren't. But think about them. Think about, like, sophomores and freshmen and, I guess, people in middle school or whatever. Or even seniors because I can't drive. Oh, yeah. But I, people just can't drive and just cannot go
0: anywhere. I haven't even thought about that. Think about yeah. think about like no like the elementary schoolers, like who need Yeah, how are they fucking dealing with this <laughs> Yeah. Well, like do they know what's going on? Are they cognizant? Like we need to get a first grader on this show. Yeah. <laughs> he just <laughs> fly him in. <laughs> uh, no, I actually I went out uh me and Haley went out to the park the other day to just go walk around and there was this little kid. He had to be like eight or something. And he came up, like, we were just walking, we walked out to the bridge, we waited for everybody to leave, and then we walked out to the bridge. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? There's, like, a bridge overlooking this big quarry, like, Yes, flake. it's just us. Okay. It's, like, the lookout. It's, yeah, it's, like, an overlook, basically, of downtown mm-hmm. and uh, the quarry. And um, there was this little kid who came up to us, or was, like, pretending to pass us, but he went up, like, right next to me... Uh, like I had seen him uh, a few moments before, and he said hi, and I said hi back because I'm a decent human being. Um, well, uh, yeah, it's it's up to debate, but um, <laughs> uh, he he went up to us and he like he did one of those like purposefully annoying sneezes, like on like a fake one, like the fake one. He was like, oh, oh I'm sorry, uh, a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> no i kid you not like this little kid i I was just like fuck you kid <laughs> no i didn't actually do that but in my head i was really trying for me not to say that um should have taken should have taken him over the head i straight in the quarry i should have just like grabbed his hair and just lifted him up because i like, should have i've been working out too and it's been very <laughs> fun. okay yeah, that's hard to believe, I know. <laughs> I know. But like I've been lifting weights. I've been doing things. I, I can I could have just lifted that kid and threw him into the water. That would have been fun. I can't I can't wait till quarantine over
1: quarantine is over and I finally see you and you're just fucking ripped. And you look wild.
0: Oh yeah, no. Like I go from skinny, literally dressed up as Napoleon Dynamite for Halloween. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <A> Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> cosplayer to like a the rock. The Rock. Body double? No, I turn into, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like... Ooh. I, I personally, The Rock ain't shit. It's Arnold. Every day. Every day. Every time. Or a current day Carrot Top. I don't know if you've seen him recently. (laughs) I saw a picture of Carrot Top! Okay. He's
1: outrageous.
0: Um, I was FaceTiming Haley, and, um, my grandpa called me, and... In the middle of the conversation, like, and this was, uh, yeah, just out of the mid- the middle of nowhere, he was like, Austin, go on the TV, turn it on channel nine right now. And I was like, holy shit. Okay. And, uh, I turn it on and, uh, it's jeopardy. And it's this kid who looks just like me and looks just like <laughs> carrot top with an afro. Wait, wait, wait. Looks like carrot top. No, he As looks a like child. Me. No. Okay. No. I got concerned. Um, but uh, he looks like me, and he's got, like, the fro. He's got a neck beard. I was very insulted by that, to be honest. Um, Ew. I know. Uh, and he was on Jeopardy, and he, he... That show's still on? Yes. Who's the host? Alex Trebek? He, I, k- shit, you not thought the man was dead. Um no. <laughs> T- Wait, 2020. 2020. March, I mean, Alex- fuck, that's not March. That's April. March. Yeah. <laughs> Time flies.
1: A- Except April 20 20- What is it? The 22nd. April 22nd, 2020. Earth day. Alex Alex
0: to Earth Day. Alex Trebek is hosting Jeopardy. Not not like to this day. I think they're showing like recorded bits. Like it's like all the TV shows already got their recordings in. The only way
1: that this makes sense is they have Alex Trebek's dead body propped <laughs> up on a string, and someone's got their hand up his ass, making his mouth
0: move, because the man is dead. No, he no, he's not. What? He He's getting... He's, like, working through the treatments right now for his cancer.
1: So did they have, like, a Walt Disney-type, freezer-type situation where he
0: was... In hospice, and they froze him. They didn't cut off his head, cracked the ice <laughs> like did, what, like one of those like hell? Futurama things where they have the little heads yeah. in the bottles. No, they didn't do that. He's like alive and kicking, he's doing pretty well. Uh, it's just he says that he's like lost a lot of weight, but he does it, doesn't look like that. They've like padded his suit, they've done all these things to make him look like he's fine, and oh. he, he just doesn't give off that vibe. But yes, back to your original point, carrot top. Ripped. <laughs> he's um, crazy. <laughs> like I love that guy. I think he's so funny. Like I've been called that my entire life. And I only Rightfully I so. saw my for that was like this is one picture of him in a tie dye shirt. It's like a tie dye tank top. And he's like stupid ripped. And he looks like he's about to like eat someone. Like, he has this look in his eyes, like, he has, like, that eyeliner That will be on. the cover art for this podcast. Uh, yeah, that, that would, that's going to be the thumbnail. I I'm mean, not the thumbnail. Well, maybe. Uh, <laughs> but, like, the profile picture uh, of this podcast. But anyway. It has to be. Yeah, and I was like, you know, when I grow up, I want to be that. I, I don't want to, it's not that I want to be him. I don't think he's human. I think he's he an isn't. actual he's carrot. He's a lizard person. Oh, and a okay. <laughs> an actual carrot. <laughs> okay. I, I never, I never even got. Uh, we were, we were in two different worlds.
1: Um, <laughs> we had two different. You know what? I think we can combine both of those theories and get closer to the truth. <laughs>
0: I never even got that carrot top. The tops of carrots are green, and he's like, They a are red. green! <laughs> I don't think sense. I think he's colorblind. I think he has more than a, <laughs> psychological issues. I think um,
1: when they were going through the lizard cloning process to make carrot top, <laughs> he had no a they, birth That's defect. how they got Mark.
0: That's how they got Zuck. <laughs>
1: but, oh god. He Ma- just has a bunch of birth defects because the cloning went wrong. <laughs>
0: I, I think they were, I think, I really do think Mark Zuckerberg and Carrot were grown in the same lab. Like, they're not real. Like, they're probably brothers.
1: Like, one was supposed to be the other, but they came out <laughs> fucked up and they were like, shit. They were either both supposed to be, like, CEOs of Facebook or they were both supposed to be prop comedians, but they ended up like this and they were like, fuck, we gotta find <laughs> something else for the other one to do.
0: Oh my god. That, yeah, I, I think, I, I think you've nailed it. I think that's it. I think we have figured out the story. And then Alex Jones is just in there somewhere. Like, I think... Okay. (laughs) I I, want to just
1: mention his name, because... Alex Jones is a deity.
0: Like, if y'all don't know who Alex Jones is, like, there's a great John Oliver bit, and I... I think John Oliver is one very of the good. most entertaining people I've ever met. Or I've not met. I wish. Uh, <laughs> you know him personally? Well, yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, and he, he covers Alex Jones. You can just, like, get that on YouTube and you'll learn what we know. Like, he, there's a famous it's bit so of him good. saying that they're poisoning the water and they're turning the freaking frogs gay. And they're the making the freaking frogs gay. Yeah. It's so good. And he talks about, like, crop, like, uh, what is that, like, Cloud seeding, where they're like mind controlling us. Oh, yeah. Through the, it's, he's, what a man. And the only way you can cure it is by listening to his show and by buying his male body supplements. Which, which, you know, I've tried the supplements and I haven't been mind controlled since. Wait, dead ass?
1: Absolutely not. I don't want to kill myself.
0: (laughs) I was like, those are like actual poison. (laughs) And they're also like $80 a pill. Yeah it's it's so bad and um, in that clip I, I, I was I was actually watching that today that's why I was thinking about Alex um, like I said I know him personally oh wait no that's John yeah, Oliver. yeah. but anyway
1: uh, <laughs> you know John Oliver and Alex Jones personally
0: no dude I know Bernie Sanders personally I don't care what anybody says um,
1: okay
0: <laughs> All right. can I, I actually want to tell this story real quick tell um, the story because I'm at I, I I'm a big time tard um i actually really hate that word um that
1: should be the name of the podcast i'm Liptards, a big fan
0: with a z with a z, <laughs> with a z. I, I don't know where the z goes but anyway um Liptards. Wait, oh yeah Liptards Liptards oh, okay it has a distinct like l-i-b-t-a-r-d-s no like but, multiple go ahead you you saw and anybody who like follows me can see that i like took a picture with bernie uh, I went I went you down the now, Right. I've been volunteering for him with like for like 6 months and I've been a big fan uh, of his ideology and the ideas he represents since I was in 8th grade actually like during like t- I remember it was like July 2015 when I first heard his name. And Could
1: you say that you have a Bernie boner? <laughs> Would that be apt?
0: No, I no, it's just that that's how he inspired me to jump into politics and care about the issues. Like I I was like for a long time, I loved history, and I loved FDR and his New Deal. And I loved uh, Teddy Roosevelt, and specifically uh, his Square Deal, as he called it, his social programs that he meant to help people. I loved that idea, and Bernie kind of represented that for me. And, mm-hmm. transi- and that it led that transition from history into politics as far as my passions go. And it's been a long road since then, but anyway... I was volunteering for him in South Carolina. I, like, we wanted to go see him before, because it seemed like he was, like, at this time, which was, like, September, I think, this past September, um, or August or something. Uh, he he was starting to, like, tr- a fall in the polls a little bit, but he was campaigning in South Carolina. Uh, and, um... I wanted to go see him more than anything because he's, like, my hero. And I'm like, this is my one chance. Like, he's not going to run again. He's probably not going to win the nomination. Uh, sadly, that came not He through. won't. Yeah. Um, but I – and we went down there and we got there stupidly early. So I was like, you know what? Let's volunteer. And it was just me and my dad there. Like, my dad wanted to go see him too even though he's a big Trump guy. Um,
1: interesting well not
0: i don't i don't think he knows much about it uh i can get, elaborate more later but uh we volunteered i basically set up road signs i uh guided people in i kept roll of how many people were coming in i did a lot of stuff like that i actually helped set up cameras too which were fun and goodness i actually got to sit right in the press pen which is was one of the most trans not transformative uh not that great but It was very interesting because I talked to a lot of the reporters that were covering the event, and I learn a lot about the media from that, like, in the way it all works. Good or bad? Good, actually. Believe it or not. Oh. Because it's the people on the ground. Like, it's not like I'm reading, um, like, a report about how stupid or, like, I'm watching Fox News, essentially. Um, Mm. But anyway, and after the event, Bernie always meets with his supporters. So he goes out and um he take he takes a picture or he's gonna go take a picture with all of us and he literally I like kid you not he like spots you from a mile away he was like hey kid with the big hair Oh my god I'm so jealous of your hair and I'm like dude And you came and right I came in and there yeah. on the spot <laughs> Oh yeah yeah it was it was bad no um <laughs> Uh, no, I, I just start talking to and it just starts a conversation. And then we event, I don't remember how exactly it went, but we just talked for a minute. He like points me out of this crowd of like 10 people and we just start talking to each other. And we eventually, I talked to him. I actually asked him a question about, uh, his specific, uh, I think it was, it was either like his, one of his wall street regulation proposals or, um, campaign, it was campaign finance. I asked him about campaign finance and how specifically he's going to get that through, um, just as a question because like I, was, it was just something that was on my mind at that time and that's the kind of nerd I am the one time I get to talk to Bernie <laughs> Sanders I ask a policy question that's me in a nutshell um, and, and yeah and he was like dude let's take a picture and um, we took a picture but then uh, what like three months ago uh, he had a just before the North Carolina primary he had a rally in Winston-Salem Um, where I was working out of the office, like, religiously. Like, I'd go there, like, uh, a a couple hours, as much time as I could spare uh, to go and canvas around town, do that sort of thing. And um, Bernie was having a rally at Winston-Salem State, uh, uh, one of the biggest, uh, I'm sorry, HBCUs. Uh, There
2: you
0: go. God, I'm just losing my words. It's... Only 1032. Uh, <laughs> and uh, in the nation. And uh, I volunteered for him again. And it was very chaotic. And it was way crazier because there were way more people. Like there was at least 2,000 people there. And
1: goodness. What college was this?
0: Uh, Winston-Salem State, like downtown. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they filled up this uh, gym. And. I, we were there. I was there. I almost didn't even get to volunteer because there were so many people there, and I didn't need a specific uh, deadline or whatever, but they let me in anyway. I basically snuck in and started volunteering, um, and I handed out signs. I uh, I basically polled people and asked them to get uh, if they would volunteer in Canvas uh, but just before the primary, and I got like 30 people to do that, which was really cool. Um, but anyway, I was walking in the hallway behind where he was going to be speaking because I had to go run an errand. I, I don't remember what it was. I think, I, I can't remember. Um, but I see the door open on the other end of the, this long hallway and it's these suits coming out like, oh, that sounds very fifties ask, but, uh, these people in suits coming out and I'm like, okay. Um, and I just keep walking. I'm not really paying attention. And then I see him walk out. Like, Bernie himself. And we pass by in the hallway. And I'm like, I'm just trying to, like, let them go where they need to go. Don't mess around. But he literally, like, stops and he turns around. And he was like, hey, kid, I remember you. You were the one with the hair from South Carolina. And I'm like, holy shit. So what I'm hearing
1: is, basically three times twice you f- twice two times <laughs> okay. you fucked bernie sanders oh, behind
0: yes. stage <laughs> it was all my fantasies coming true
1: goodness me
2: no it well, was I'm proud of you
0: it was so interesting because you got to think about like these people see like tens of thousands of people a day and i mean that well it does help that you have distinctive features yeah he didn't remember anything about me but he remembered that i had hair <laughs> so i'm a human i guess to him um you know, I, I thought it was very cool because that man is like actually my hero. Like the fact that he's fought um, for all the for all the issues that will help uh, working class people like my family. Uh, he's fighting for policies that will help them and fighting for regular folks. It, it's just such an inspiring message and it's inspired me since I was in eighth grade. and it, it's, it's just very inspiring.
1: Now let's talk about his awful campaign
0: oh boy oh boy what what we're at one hour and 20 minutes now uh, and i would like to app in a can of worms yeah that, that would open a can of worms um but i guess let's just uh, let's just bring it back uh to the corona thing we can talk about bernie's campaign and trust me i'm a little bit pissed because um, <laughs> i knew that you would be he ran a shitty campaign to be you really honest shit. with you, I mean, no, he bad. ran a great campaign, especially if you think mm-hmm. about the amount of donations he got in the grassroots organizing. This experimental method of raising money—it's crazy. Like it, he blew. But it if out you're, of you're trying
1: to win, he didn't. Then why would you do experimental, don't fundraising type? Like
0: this is not the no.
1: campaign of a winner.
0: Yeah, no, it's not that that made him lose. It's that he literally was like, Joe Biden is my friend. And he, like, I it, it drives me crazy, but Bernie did not go on the offensive at all. Like, oh, my God. And, I mean, it propelled him to second place eventually, but it was just... Second place is not the president. It's not the president. Uh, and he didn't attack Joe Biden. Joe Biden is going to lose. Like... I, I don't I don't necessarily want to get this deep into politics, uh, especially on the first one because I don't want people to hate me. Um, you know what? You know what? Wait, wait, wait! We can save
1: this for the second one, but I think it'd be apt to end this with Trump twenty twenty.
0: Yeah. Can we all agree? Yes, Trump twenty twenty. Yes. <laughs> no, I can't believe I, I I I I'm gonna end it with that. I said that uh, Biden's gonna lose. We could just cut that out. Um, <laughs> let, let's just bleep that. Oh wait, you could bleep that out too. I just said it again. <laughs>
2: no <laughs> yeah. no nah, <nah>, yeah. don't <laughs> even
0: don't even at least the the, the thought that think i'm thinking about it um you know what i'll burn the whole podcast yeah let's just burn it like let, let, yeah let's start a revolution um <laughs> uprising in the streets um, can we stage a coup not legally um, well <laughs> they're never legal <laughs> let, <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding oh my god i gotta stress <laughs> that i'm joking um but, yeah, I actually had a question um, about your little, like, podcast thing. Like, can you explain, like, the the little, the thing you're making with doc- uh, Dr. Eklund? Mm. What, can you explain more about that? Because, first of all, these people don't know about it, and I really don't know all that much about it.
1: Um. Sure, hold on, let me pull up the website thing real quick it's on my computer and i'll read to you how they describe it in short so that i don't get anything wrong lol i think i so wait. i think i closed it hold on basically what it is is it's like an npr contest i think The prize is to get your podcast played on the radio.
0: Your four-minute podcast.
1: Your four-minute podcast. But basically what it's supposed to be is it's supposed to be... They were like, we've heard a lot in the news about the coronavirus and how it's affected lots of people, but we haven't heard from students and, like, kids. So it was like, make your own podcast, send it in. So Mr. Eklund sent out a Remind text... Um. I can't find the website again I'll have to ask him to send me the link again But basically Mr. Eklund sent out a remind text And to everyone was like Would anyone be interested in doing this I texted back and was like Yes I'm super bored I'll do anything And um He was just like Uh yeah And then we had a Zoom meeting And he gave me some pointers and stuff And so basically that's what it is And the prompt of it is Um Uh how Basically how has coronavirus affected you So The questions that I have to ask people are How was online school? How has the coronavirus affected you? How has quarantine affected your mental health? What is your daily routine like in quarantine? Any advice for people staying in quarantine and your thoughts on social distancing? Just to get some perspectives of
0: other people in quarantine. That's interesting because I I think I have been so annoyed. I'm going to be real with you. I have been so annoyed by all the like the bill clinton thing like have you seen that like w- wait what thing the bill clinton thing like when people like will put on instagram i think it's only on instagram where they'll like uh like edit in like their favorite albums or something onto the and it's like a little one of those little like nominate me things you know what i'm talking about
1: i have no idea what you're talking dude, about, dude it's like I all over more instagram. confused
0: there's like the what only thing i see about? on instagram ever Uh, And the way you've described it, like, what is it? It's just a picture of Bill Clinton holding an album, and there's three other albums laying around him. And you can fill it in with whatever album you want. Um, And I don't know if it's...
2: Oh.
1: You know what I mean? I guess I can't... There's a... I don't... I've never seen that exact thing, but I saw a thing I think is similar where it was like... I don't know the... Go to any
0: of the... From Friends? Go to any of the, like, people... I don't want to describe them. Is
1: it on their story? It's on people's like?
0: stories, yeah. It's on like everyone's story I've seen in the last two days, and it's been driving me insane. But in. What w- I've
1: seen a lot of is people like doing the. Like bingo.
0: Oh my God. If I see one more bingo. I think oh. it's very annoying.
1: Oh, I literally. Literally. i'm looking at it yeah (laughs) yeah i'm looking at the bill clinton thing
0: i like it i think it's cute no not not after a hundred times i i can't i can't do it it's like the bingo thing i thought it was cool at first i'm not cool but like uh, i thought it was okay like it was tolerable cute but there's Did this just become a thing today because it's literally everywhere yeah two days ago i that was when i saw the first one and it's been that way since uh, I think it's cool for people to share their music tastes and things. Like, I I don't really care. Uh, but I've noticed a lot of that, with what my point was. A lot of people going, getting so bored, they go to social media and post the most random thing. Which I think is interesting. Uh, I'm learning a lot about people. I'm also getting very annoyed with it, to be honest. Like
1: I mean, can you really blame them? Like, the bingo thing is annoying, but
0: it's like, these people
1: have nothing to do.
0: Yeah and a lot of them
1: can't blame them
0: a lot of them is like like they're not like in person they're like the most bland person i've ever met like i don't barely remember your name oh i sound very popular no uh (laughs) i no i it's not like that it's just you know what i mean And, and then they go on and they do the bingo and i'm like i don't care like i okay (laughs) <laughs> or i guess i can understand what you're saying like their 50th that'll... bingo they've posted like when i get there it's just kill me like i don't know well do you have the same um would you have the
1: same reaction to someone who has a very distinct personality and very memorable uh energy about them and also does like a lot on their social media like the bingo things and stuff like that would that affect you in the same way i
0: yeah uh no i i don't think so because like it's just i hate scrolling through another one of them it's just the quantity like there are so many and they're all really dumb like all the spots are very basic uh it's i don't know it's i'm not really learning i I don't know it's interesting to read it if it's somebody you're really like not like, romantically interested in, but just interested in it as, like, a person, like, mm-hmm. your friend or whatever. Uh, yeah. Sometimes it's just overwhelming, the number of them. And I just, like, don't care anymore, to be honest. I think that would have been a better way to word it. Just don't care. Just don't care. Um,
1: I don't know. I also don't care. Yeah. I think people are just bored and just doing shit, and honestly... I feel you. All of I feel my, you, literally, I see you. Um, you've been felt. <laughs> you've been seen. Literally, every single YouTube video I've ever made has been because I was bored. So yeah, let's let's just like and there's like nothing wrong with. I can't fault someone for being bored and then doing something to, like, get rid of the boredom if it's not hurting anybody. I mean, it might be annoying to, like, look at your story, but I could just not look at it.
0: Yeah, you know? that's what I do. And I, I'm of the same opinion. I just sound like a complete asshole right now. Um, <laughs> What's new? <I'm> just, <laughs> I thought you said that's new. I was like, what? <laughs> so, okay, first of all, that's your MO. Yeah, that that's my thing. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't mean to sound so cynical. It's just hap- it just happens, you know?
1: You can't do anything about it
0: don't like bullshit uh okay to an extent even though i i like live very deep in a pool of it but anyway you're also trying to get into politics which is the the land highest form (laughs) that's like shit island like that's (laughs) (laughs) it let's talk about shit island (laughs) yeah um no yeah i don't know it's very i i can just ignore it it's just i can tell that you're bored go do something, please read a book, please God, read a book, pick up something, Charlotte's Web is a great one, that's, a uh,
1: Charlotte's Web is one of the worst books ever written. So is The Great Fucking Gatsby.
0: To be honest, yeah. The only reason we read it, uh, is because that's what, and I think it's very interesting, because during the 1930s, like, F. Scott Fitzgerald, that book, like he was about to go broke as a writer because nobody wanted to read his books because they sucked, but then, and it was just on—it wasn't on like any shelf. Like he himself could not ever find a copy of his own book on a bookshelf, and uh, but the U.S. So Army then he
1: makes an even shittier book.
0: No, no, he's no, famous. No, no, no. He the U.S. Army's like we need something to give to our soldiers f- to keep them entertained. Uh, while they're in Europe or in Japan, uh, out east, very far east. Um, sorry, I'm starting to get tired. This is weird. Um, and they, the one book that they have that they could buy for dirt cheap is The Great Gatsby. And it kind of became a... like, a hearth of, like, wartime literature. Like, it was, like, the one thing like every serviceman read eventually, because that was the only Did thing they did. like it? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not absolutely sure, but I know that it was... That was how it really got famous. Because F. Scott Fitzgerald wasn't really that well-known of a writer, writer before then, um, as far as I know. But it got famous because of World War II. The book, in my view, sucks. Like, I, I hate the story. It means nothing. It's not a critique of society. Okay. The Jungle the jungle agreed the jungle the one about um what is it the meat industry it's not even really about the meat industry it's more than that it's like a deep the jungle is a book uh, which i would highly recommend to anyone uh, anyone ever if especially if you're kind of interested in history and how things came to be in the times before like in this case the fda or any social program ever It's a book about like living in the 1910s or the early 1900s in general, like how hard it is for this main character and Lithuanian immigrant Jurgis, to survive in every industry because he eventually works in like every capacity, getting paid nothing, seeing some really disgusting things, but it did also Mm -hmm. expose the meatpacking industry and it gave a very gruesome take on that. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. But in general, it uh, the writer uh, Upton Sinclair really put uh, really put on spotlight why we needed uh, social programs and things like that, because he was like an out, he was a very out and out socialist about things. He very much believed that we needed government intervention in the economy. We needed uh, a universal healthcare system, et cetera, et cetera, And I thought I think it's very interesting the way he created his world in that book. And Interesting. Yeah. Might have to actually read that. It's a very long book. But it, Never mind. It's, well, not very long, but it's like three 300 pages. Um, you lost me. Yeah, well, listen to it then. Uh, I, I just, if you can digest that information, it's very good. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, I think since we're both tired, we should come to a close, but have we come to...
0: I think Liptards is a good name. Uh, yeah, that was lip the first question. A and we jumped completely off of that, though, talking about Jeffrey fucking Dahmer. Yep. <laughs>
1: like, we had to. We, it had to be talked about. Ten
0: seconds. I, I think it was ten seconds on my phone. Um, like, my screen was still on from when I hit record. That um, We talked about Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. I, I think that's... Well, the, what else are we supposed to talk about? That might be this in a nutshell. Um, I don't know, we'll we'll have to think on that more I think something about Just us I don't know, I need a basic name generator Like (laughs) Okay Yeah, no, because I think basic names In tandem are ironic Like, on their own Like, they're just ironic, and I love it And Okay But also, libtards Even though I don't want this to be politics specifically based, but I know we're going to get into it a lot
1: I, you know what, we can do whatever you want, I'm just letting it be known right now that I am
0: campaigning for this podcast to be called Lip Tards Um, well, like Bernie's campaign, uh, it will fail Um, well, that that doesn't
1: mean I'll be any less passionate Hey, like
0: Bernie well, I'm in the Democratic Party's position right now um shit i may not be the nominee but i will campaign or basically suck joe biden's dick i'm sorry bernie (laughs) Uh. (laughs) that's
1: your boyfriend
0: It's my boyfriend he's doing it wrong uh but anyway no your man we'll we'll have to come up with a name um but Basically, I, I guess for the future, if we keep doing this, if people actually watch this and listen to this, and we get positive feedback,
1: yeah, watch our podcast, guys.
0: Yeah, yeah. If they, if if you, the people podcast. enjoy it or they want, they like hearing my nice voice, um, <laughs> or both. Uh, just uh, let us know, and we can keep doing this. Like we can make this like what, what, how long, how often do podcasts run? Like run, like air weekly. Weekly, weekly, weekly. By uh, yeah, a- as far as this coronavirus goes, at least. And if it gets, I mean, if y'all like it so much, we can just keep talking about it because it's just a nice break and it's just us friends kind of reuniting. And it's it's it co- just three bros fucking chatting up. No, three bros fucking. That's 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 the name. It's just three bros. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's a great name. This will be. This will be Pornhub's first podcast. Wait. <laughs> Uploaded <laughs> exclusively to Pornhub. Uh, no, and the,
0: no we in, in on every bucket. podcast, like right before we play, like, the Pornhub intro. Oh, yeah, the. T- 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 <laughs> <laughs> the Trumps. They've already got intro that, music. No, wait. It, okay, how about we mediate? I hate to be a moderate Democrat, but. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. I, uh, um, but we can call it three bros fricking. Okay. That, that, that has some irony in it. And, but if I don't... If you can't call it tards. Mm. we can call it three bros fricking. But actually, like, in the future, like, we could have, like, people, um, that we know, like, fellow high schoolers or whatever we are at this point, um, slaves now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, um... And people join the show because I feel like we can support another person. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I I would love to like talk to some of my friends, like have them on here because I know some people like you. You know, like uh, my uh, good friend of mine, uh, Victor. He has a lot to talk about. Uh,
1: I do know Victor.
0: Very smart guy. Very smart guy. He, we can. He got into NC State. I can learn. Yeah, we can talk about Kanye West and how. Um,
1: I would love to talk nothing more about... We need to have one episode that's just about music. Oh. Because me and Victor. Oh, yeah. And you... Oh,
0: God. Oh, I would love... I would love to hear that because... You know what? Text Victor immediately. All right. I'll I'll get him on, like, tomorrow. All right. Yeah, we can just record another one tomorrow. I would love to do that because he can talk so much about so many things. He knows so
1: much specifically about Kanye West.
0: Yeah, and I, I... Yeah, it's really funny. And I really enjoy... I really enjoy, like... Just talking to him. But if we can do that, and if y'all want to suggest topics for us to talk about, I would love to hear it. Because, or we could just do what we did here basically, not address the topic at all. Um, yeah. Yeah. We,
1: <laughs> so it's arbitrary. It means nothing. Yeah. You your opinion means you nothing.
0: Exactly. Um, yeah. 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 We're running a dictatorship here. Um, yeah just like voting in America,
1: you can vote, but it 's just a suggestion yeah
0: we this is a safe state. your vote doesn 't matter <laughs> um, it 's just a safe police state
1: uh, oh, do we have a sign out some Some podcasts have a sign out they 're like
0: goodbye <laughs> goodbye, wow
1: wow good one
0: um, i don 't know i don 't really listen to all that many podcasts besides Joe Rogan, and he was like the main inspiration for this to be honest with you and
1: expand your podcast the verge has a good podcast
0: uh oh yes and i have listened to a little bit of like npr uh npr is very good i i enjoy it i i want to listen to like neil degrasse tyson because i fucking love that guy um he's got a great voice yeah he's got a great voice great voice great man anyways awful ties
1: so um as a sign in i mean a sign off
0: well, we well just gonna- wait, really quick, one more thing. Do you have any other thoughts on like the future of the podcast? Like you yourself? I don't want to be dictating it myself. I mean dual monarchy.
1: Um I this may be this may put you at ease and this may concern you. I'm leaning more toward toward concerning you. But the way I run if you wanna call it run. The way I run my YouTube channel is just like whatever I fucking feel like whatever the fuck like whoever's in the video ends up being in the video. Whatever the video ends up being about is whatever it is about. The title has nothing to do with what happens in the video. The thumbnail means nothing. Everything means nothing. And it's nothing. It's just a whole bunch it's of nothing. nothing. <laughs> it doesn't exist. It's, it's nothing. That's how I like to that's like how that's how I like to run my YouTube channel, and that's kinda how I envision this podcast. Is just like the name is three bros so incredibly vague. <laughs> it, three Bros Frickin'. It, like, the name is incredibly vague and means nothing, so that no, whatever we talk about is not pigeonholed, and whoever's on it is on it, and we talk about whatever.
0: I think that's true, and I think the name, like, Three, Bo- three Bros Frickin', kind of encapsulates that, because it it's a cliffhanger. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. They don't know what it, they're frickin' also, doing.
1: Also, it's a podcast. Yeah. So, like... You can't see anything. Exactly. So Three Bros Frickin', you're already confused from the jump, because what? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> is this
0: just like audio porn? <laughs> like, what? Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's, except it's the complete opposite of that. To many people, the subjects we talk about are going to be yawns, which is weird to me. I don't know. Anyway, I think that's a great idea, but I kind of want to have something we can come back to. Like, I thought the coronavirus was a good one. Um,
1: I think we'll always have something to talk about, and I think stressing about like having a specific topic. Yeah, we can have a topic each time, just just in case to lead it or to jumpstart it. Well, but to come too hard to something like 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 I was saying like the, the um the um pfft, duration of the podcast is however long we have something to talk about. I think if we come if there's a week like if we like if we say we're gonna upload every week, but we come to a week where. We don't really have anything to talk about, and no one's really available to come on. I don't think we should make one.
0: Yeah. I, I agree. I, week. I mean, I would like it to be consistent, as consistent as possible. Um, right. But, I mean, if we don't have anything to talk about and we can't talk for very long, then it won't be that long of a podcast. I don't want to do that kind of thing. I mean, I just want, right. like, I just enjoy talking about things. And if we. Plus, we're not live streaming this, and we're not uploading it right after or
1: the day after or whatever so like in the um air of consistency if say we uh just for example if we say we're always going to upload them on saturday and we film and we record them on wednesday then by wednesday we can tell people whether or not there will be a podcast that following saturday so if we get to the wednesday and we don't have anything to talk about and we have nobody to come on and there's nothing to do then we can tell people that wednesday there won't be a podcast this week yeah so there will still be that. a consistency yeah, yeah. and they'll there won't be any like you know
0: mystery yeah and i i think that's like i think that's a good game plan going forward uh it's weird we're kind of having a debrief about the podcast at the very end of the pot still (laughs) in the podcast which i think is kind of funny and i think people are going to be kind of like tuned out uh realizing that it's over um but yeah i think i I would love to get y'all's feedback if y'all actually listened to this and enjoyed this or you hated it i would love i love when people hate what i do and people just, like, Same. call me out like that. Like, this was shitty, etc. You're wrong. <laughs> like, you're Or stupid. if there's
1: no one listening and we're just talking to the void,
0: like... I That, I mean, too. Fine. I enjoy that. That's because fine it's, just, too. it's just us having that option out there. If you want to listen to our crazy shit, if I want... You well, can. It's not, no, it's not even a want of ruining my possible political career. Uh, it's just gonna happen. Like, we talked about yeah. Hitler. Um we we did we compared the
1: black I specifically compared the black party the black panther party to Hitler and you can quote me on that
0: and I specifically didn't say no I think I said something to the effect of like whoa uh, <laughs> yeah
1: you just Austin Hicks would like to officially distance himself for the comments that <laughs> Cheo ever made about the black panther party yeah no
0: I, I need a press secretary um but you do you need a PR manager yeah I I need Brianna Joy Gray um uh, you probably don't know I don't those. we all yeah uh but yeah no i think people should recognize that everything we say on here is sarcastic in some way uh, and we're all joking and it's just three bros freaking joking um, it's just three bros freaking that's the that's the outro that that is it's, it. well it's anyway been three bros freaking i i hope you all have a good day um i'm surely gonna have me a good night doing whatever the fuck. I, I don't know. I think I'm going to read a book. I think <laughs> I'm going to read about communism or go back to my uh, um, my Vladimir Lenin temple. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, Chao, do you have any la- final words for uh, the three people watching our podcast? Ooh, three. That's... That's, that's a very much. generous. Calm down. <laughs>
1: very, gener- very liberal Estimation. <laughs> Fucking liberal. <laughs> <laughs> Um uh, No Good night
0: (laughs) Damn Oh okay Okay (laughs) You don't give a fuck about them They're just gonna die of corona
1: I don't (laughs) Okay Oh wait Don't forget to stop your recording
0: Okay Alright I will Alright see y'all Have a good night (laughs) Bye Bye